When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, Jacob from the Gems of History podcast here. Uh, just letting you guys know that this week it's a little something a little different. Uh, we did a collaboration with a couple of our buddies in a podcast called A Work in Progress with Mark and Pete. Uh, they will introduce that in the show, obviously. But yeah, we're we're doing a little team up with them. We're going to be on their show. They're going to be on our show pretty soon. Yeah, our first ever collaboration with another podcast. So really exciting conversation. I think we dive into a lot of topics that we don't typically talk about like we of course our history podcast and we talk just about everything from how we started our podcast the gems of history how they started what the process has been like how we've personally been affected by like starting a podcast and whatnot uh men's mental health we really dive into everything yeah it's a nice casual conversation type mm-hmm. episode a little different than what we do here which it's it's nice nice change of pace yeah i didn't have to read a single thing yeah it was <laughs> his first time guesting on a podcast yeah. it, was, it was weird but yeah we wanted to make sure we give you guys something to listen to this week since we are off this week but we hope you guys enjoy this if you want to hear more from them like i said we'll hopefully have them on our show at some point and Maybe we'll do another collab in the future, but hopefully you guys enjoy this. Let us know. Go follow them. Give them some good good ratings and reviews. Give them a lot of love. But we will be back next week with some more history for you. Welcome to A Work in Progress with Mark and Pete. Hello. Hey, I'm Mark. I'm Pete. And we have some friends with us today. We do. We have more than Mark and Pete. Hello. We have Jacob and Evan here as well. I'm Jacob. I'm Evan. Hey, Jacob and Evan. Hello, Mark and Pete. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks uh, thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Uh, Jacob and Evan uh, host an awesome podcast called The Gems of History. Uh, where they go throughout history and talk about important gems. All the gems. Diamonds, rubies. Mm-hmm. Sapphire. <laughs> sapphire. Also Pokemon games. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> Ruby, sapphire. You would not believe how many times we've been, like people have come up to us. We did a bar crawl, the charity bar crawl about two years ago. Wow. And uh, the amount of people in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, that saw our t-shirts and were like, oh, so what kind of stones are we covering? Yeah, they, it's like, um, well, there's no stir, no stone left unturned, I guess. Uh, but. I, I mean, we kind of did ourselves dirty because we got t-shirts that had diamonds on them that mm, said the podcast name. Yeah. So it was kind Wasn't of Wasn't your logo for a bit like the treasure chest thing? Yeah. yeah. So then my buddy Michael made that for us <laughs> yeah. like as our first logo. Mm, yeah. yeah. So literally all things pointed to, yes, this is a show about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is, this is about pirate treasure and minerals. <laughs> <laughs> Which we would be actually a fantastic. <laughs> right. Yeah. I love that yeah. show about show right there. <laughs> all right, now we're starting a spinoff with all four of us talking about <laughs> actual stones. It's just stones. That's yeah. the name of it. Just, just, just stones. 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 Yeah, we are Mount Rushmore of stones. Yeah. <laughs> they don't actually talk about rocks. What, what is your podcast about? Tell us a little bit about podcast. Yeah, so the inception of it really was, I believe, like COVID had just 
kind of loosened up a little bit. And Jacob sent a text to myself as well as uh, Mark, who was our third co-host, Peter's my brother, younger brother. And yeah, not this Mark. Right. Um, <laughs> but he sent a text being like, hey, I've been thinking about starting this history podcast for a long time. Would you guys be interested in doing it? And it's like, absolutely. Like we do this all the time, just around drinks. Yeah. Mm. We're that kind of friend group. We, we just talk about random history facts uh, when, you know, a couple of beers come in. But started recording it. I remember our first episode where we just eviscerated John Ooh. White for no particular I reason. I think <laughs> if the recording of the first episode might be one of my like favorite days of all time. It was right? so we recorded it on December 29th. In my basement. Wow. Yeah. Or no, in my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we recorded like on three separate microphones. One of them was way too loud. So it was just mm-hmm. all echo. Oh no. The audio sounds terrible. At least but... you had microphones. Yes. Yeah. That was step one. Our, our first one where we almost didn't do because we didn't like have a setup at all. And we met to do it and we're like, okay, well, we don't well, have we don't, anything. What are we going to do? So let's just not do it. And I was like, let's just record it on my phone audio recording <laughs> yeah so at least then we we got the ball rolling and like it was a start yeah and then that's episode one there's no video there's no nothing it's just mm. us talking back and forth on our on the iphone so fortunately some hey. people heard it and were like this is terrible <laughs> and a friend of mine <laughs> in just, a great way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well jonas maldonado one of my buddies from florida he was like let me help you out a yeah, little bit big, big shout out to jonas for helping us out with the audio every time absolutely nice, yeah. nice. that's why it sounds decent at yeah. all yeah. Sounds great, but uh, back mm-hmm. that you can actually hear it at all is <laughs> credit to yeah, Jonas. You got all this stuff going on here now. It's more than yeah. we, more than we do when we mm-hmm. record. We've been doing it for nearly three years now. Yeah, two That's and a half nuts. years. But That's uh, wild, guys. How many episodes are you on now? Just released one sixteen. Wow, yesterday. yeah, dude. That's we like so had cool. a party when we hit ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I heard a, a stat. I don't know if it's true. Who knows what's true anymore? It's just uh, it's all on the internet. But someone said that like. Uh, 10% of 10%, 10% make it past episode one because people are just like, let's do a thing. And then they don't really care to keep going. And then 10% of that 10% make it past 21. So if you make okay. it to episode 21, you're like 10% of 10% of people one, who even started. 1%. Tried. Yeah, 1%. So yeah. Yep, you, we're you guys in the 1%. Are, hey, oh, we're one percenters. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. But uh, the typical topics, and of course, Jacob, you can expand on this more. We really like to dive into the more obscure stories of history like we've all yeah. been in history class right like you know like the war of 1812 right mm-hmm, right which we did do an episode on which was pretty good but like we like to focus on those more not random stories but stuff that like you never heard about mm-hmm. like our best mm-hmm. performing episode is unit 731 mm-hmm. which is when uh the a japanese good, a good beginner episode a great <laughs> no, yeah if you want to get really depressed real fast <laughs> yeah oh no but yeah it's basically uh the japanese military doing equivalent to like the Holocaust. Oh, man. But like we don't talk about that. Yeah. In, Chi- in China. Right? Yeah. In, yeah. In China. But like we just, I, mean, I had no idea until yeah. someone suggested that we do it. So stories like that, where we kind of dive into what you haven't learned in yeah. history class. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And now, like Evan said, that was a suggestion. Like we have Patreon subscribers now who can suggest episodes for us to cover mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So Sweet. even stuff that we've never even thought about covering, we've been doing now. Like we just mm-hmm. did the uh, Iranian revolution of the seventh that happened in 1979, Sweet. stuff like that. So, but then also 
me personally, I'm into like conspiracy and aliens and stuff like that. Yeah. So every once in a while, we'll we'll throw in stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, throw in a little wee wee or like Halloween. We always do some like spookier spookier stuff. Yeah. So. so do dinosaurs exist? We solve it once and for all. We for talked Peter. about conspiracies <laughs> and ghost ghost stories. We talked about last time. Yeah, ghost stories. I told them about ghost stories and conspiracies a couple. But times when you ago. did an episode with Noah, with Noah, man, yeah. you guys were just throwing them out there. The funny thing is, like Noah, uh, especially around like my family, because I'll talk about like ah, there's a decent chance we didn't land on the moon, and like my dad just will lose it and be like, just quit it with that nonsense. <laughs> but the fun part is like. Noah is at least on my side of like the open thinking yeah. side of it of like, yeah. at least we can talk about it kind of stuff, but he's also hilarious. So he knows like if somebody is like on the edge of being like frustrated with me and my conspiracy stance, he'll push it way <laughs> yep. further no. and he'll be like, dad, there's no chance we went. And then my dad just was like, oh man, here we go again with this. And I'm just like, this is fantastic. So I can always count on Noah to back me up on like, no, dinosaurs weren't real, right? He's like, dude, no chance that dinosaurs. <laughs> I think no, <laughs> no chance. No chance. No chance. Just immediately be like, yeah, dude, exactly. I think Noah's one of the best improvers that's never taken an improv class oh, that I've dude. ever met. Oh, for Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. He's, He's great at yeah. yes ending. Yeah, yeah. I had someone. I had someone Sunday at church pull me aside. I was like, so I'm listening to your podcast. Does Peter really not believe in dinosaurs? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I, You're going to be in the church bulletin next week, like <laughs> just to clarify on the prayer list. <laughs> I'll be on the excommunication list. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Part of church doctrine is dinosaurs were real, so it is. Let's make sure that's that's in there. That was, oh, it's all right. I think that was the sixth day. The sixth uh, day was, was, was dinos. dinosaurs. Dinos. The little known eleventh commandment. Yeah, <laughs> you shall believe in dinosaurs. You must believe in Thou dinosaurs. Thou shalt not deny the dinos. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum yeah. will Always find them. Remember the T-Rex. Right, God covered <laughs> coveting, murder, and dinosaurs. And dinosaurs. Like the, big, the big three. Specifically dinosaur denial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so oh it, gosh, are there yeah. like specific topics that you guys enjoy more? You said conspiracy theories and stuff. Yeah, I over the time, like I used to be a really big ancient history guy, mm -hmm. but I think since we've started doing the show, I honestly like more World War II and after stuff oh, at this cool. point. I'm like... Yeah around World War II specifically, just like that early 1900s and like 1940s and stuff like that, I think is just so fascinating mm. for especially how much it impacts us still today yeah. and how much just that time period alone transformed the landscape of the world. Mm. You know, it's kind of crazy when you yeah. think about it. Yeah, I completely agree. Like I was a huge, well, still am a huge ancient history fan, mm -hmm. but it gets frustrating when you try to do an episode on it because everything we have to caveat it with, but we actually don't know. Don't this know was written, exactly. like yeah. this was written either two thousand years after it occurred, or yeah, yeah. There's just no more information. So, on it. so right. doing research, it's like you find a three paragraph source, and then you'll find a ninety five page thesis on why everything mm -hmm. that that source told you was wrong. Oh <laughs> yeah. man! So and in a year, like a discovery can be made, and oh, the whole, whole entire episode is actually false. <laughs> right. Totally right. But me personally, I love I loved our Iranian Iranian Revolution episode just because, like Jacob mentioned, like it's kind of how we settled things or got into this point where we are in modern day history, like mm. how the Middle East has kind of been formed and all that stuff. So, getting mm. the best thing about doing the show has been learning more context, mm. like how we got to this point in a, several different areas. I would say, yeah. But, 
also, we like to caveat our whole show with the fact that like neither of us are historians. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. We're, we we called our. I think the best way we've ever described ourselves was we called ourselves history connoisseurs. Yeah. Mm. We're like we've we're going to a wine tasting, so we know to swirl the glass, but mm. we have no idea what that means. <laughs> so we know it's a cabernet. Yeah. But don't ask me. We're if supposed it's like to smoky. swirl. Don't know why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll smell it beforehand. Now where do I spit? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's that's us with history. Yeah. yeah. So, so you guys, so this is, so you're not coming to this with just knowledge you already know. You guys do a lot of research. Yeah. I mean, and mm-hmm. as we go, we'll, we know more about like the surroundings for certain things just from other episodes we've done. Yeah. But I like to think it's us learning along with the audience mm. almost. That's so cool. I think it makes it a little more approachable. Yeah. yeah. We never want to deliver an episode with like a superiority complex, if that makes sense. Mm. Like Jacob mentioned, neither of us went to school for this. Yeah. yeah. We just love it. You know, so yeah. it's just a hobby. So I think that's what makes it approachable and uh, we're, how we've gone to listenership now. And it's more fun because we can make jokes about it. Yeah. <laughs> like we're not historians. Right. We don't have to take it super serious. Yeah. And that's why I think it's fun to listen to. I really liked uh, a few of them I listened to, but I really liked the, um, like the gangsters one. Ooh. Like, like the oh, kind of origins yeah. and like how it right. started and like the fighting and all that kind of stuff. I was like, dude, this is really interesting. And so many things you don't get from, from like textbooks and like you guys dive into that stuff really fun, which is cool. But uh, sometimes it's like, man, I wish their episodes were like eight hours long because then you could just <laughs> each like little tangent that is like really interesting right. and fun and entertaining. That's like, you guys are just kind of like goofing off a little bit. And then it, it goes in and they're like, oh, all right, let's bring it back. I'm like, I wanted to see what that was going to go. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> Keep going. That's the frustrating part about researching, honestly, is sure. because I'll go on a four-hour tangent and be like, none of this matters for what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is just interesting. I'm wasting all of my time. This is yeah. just sidetracking me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But, That's the nice yeah. part about ours is there is no timeline. It's just tangents. There is just yeah. tangents. Purely tangents. Yeah. yeah. Was that the backup title for the show? Purely, Purely tangents. tangents. Purely tangents. Yeah. We actually yeah. didn't have a title when we started. Yeah. And we were talking. We were like, ah, it's a work in progress. Hey, maybe we should name it that. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. <laughs> so who, get, who gets credit for the title then? I think it was you. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I think you said it. And I was like, ah, that's the title. Oh, and like, I was way too excited for it. Uh, yeah. Okay. We get way too excited about basically everything we're talking Pretty about, much but everything. that's why it's fun. I mean, so so do we. No, totally. Yeah. I'd like, like to call myself a nerd in multiple facets, yeah. so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we'll randomly talk about, like, anime in the middle of an episode. Yep. Like, when we did the Sengoku Hide, like, oh, huge tangent in, like, anime and Japanese culture. We brought up sushi, which, like, mm-hmm. that doesn't really correlate to samurai, what we're talking about right now. But yeah, the tangents I think are like. But if you're hungry, you're hungry. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like we brought up space out of nowhere sometimes. Oh, like, the, uh, early episodes we went off on a lot more tangents than we yeah. do now for sure. <laughs> I know. Right. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. How did um you guys get your stuff? Well, not how do you guys like? When did you start? What was the inspiration for for this show? You got it. So we would meet, kind of like you guys would just like hang out and talk, and we're like let's start. Like we would meet. Um, kind of just regularly once a week, once every other week, we'd go get coffee and just talk about life and religion and just Mm -hmm. like, you know, being an adult man in the modern world and struggles and stuff like that. And uh, I had always been curious about starting a podcast, but I never wanted to jump the hurdle of like figuring out audio and like setting up a Spotify podcast account and like <laughs> iTunes podcast, Apple podcast stuff. I was like, that sounds like a lot of work. I'll just never do it. Yeah. And um, Mark wanted to do 
the podcast and he knows audio stuff yeah. and was happy to do like the setup of that. Um, so I was like, sweet. I just said, nobody cares about what I have to say, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, there's no reason to. Well, why would cares. I do this? I was like, no, everybody's going to care. You'll see. You'll see. One um, day, one day. Yeah. One day. yeah but um, no, it was all just like. three people care. Yeah. <laughs> all three of our listeners care very deeply, especially about me and my conspiracies. The day you um, hit the double digits though, let me tell you, oh, prime feeling. Double digit mm -hmm. subscribers it, or listeners? Or? Yeah, it's, it's a good feeling. Yeah. When, you, when you see that average audience grow to 10, you just mm. made it. Nice. Yeah. You it's like five like reviews on it as well. Ooh. Oh, that's what and we're reading. We don't have any reviews. No reviews. I didn't even know that was a thing. If you could quick write us a review on yeah. uh, Apple Podcasts and or yeah, Spotify. Yeah. You at home right now, <laughs> go find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, give it five stars, and yeah. write a very a very blushing review. Make these two blush, please. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then go subscribe to Gems of History podcast. That's right. That, that's an afterthought. But yeah. 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 <laughs> no, but it was just like, hey, a lot of. Um, like men in their twenties, thirties, forties, whatever, like could benefit from, Hey, there's guys out there, fathers, you know, got dudes who are just like struggling through life and like, you know, th theological questions that we have. And he's a pastor. He's got tons of knowledge in that and is well-versed in like helping people with that. So I always get good um, points and help from him. So I was like, there's a lot of people who could benefit from this and we're going to oh. talk anyways. So let's just grab some microphones and record it and then that was it mm. did i miss anything no i think you nailed it i mean so so peter came into my life when i someone told me i should start going to a gym and i was like all right no no and no uh, this is a great this is aw this is a it cool is a story. story so he the an enterprise rent a car is right next to the gym um and Sa i think it was sandy mm -hmm. from from the church here is a member at the gym and she had mentioned a couple times about like Pastor Mark. And I was like, oh, cool. It's so, so many times, hundreds of people have talked about hundreds of their friends being like, oh, I should really get my friend to come. That's super common. Rarely do they come in. Sandy had said that about Pastor Mark. And then all of a sudden he's outside in between classes. So we have downtime. I'm just talking to Sandy. She's like, oh, that's Pastor Mark. And I'm like, I say something. And she's like, yeah, go ahead. So I just cracked the door open. I don't, I've never met him, never talked to him in my life. And I was like, hey, Pastor Mark. And he's like, what? Want to start a podcast? <laughs> Get on over here. And then we ended up sitting and talking for like at least half an hour, I think, that mm -hmm. first time. Yeah. Um, and then the rest is history. Rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. And then we came. And uh, yeah. And our conversations because of Peter's background and everything like that. I don't know. I just felt like we we fed off of each other well. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a good, good back and forth. Yeah. What's your relationship from... We've known each other pretty much since out the womb. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Yeah, we went to preschool together yeah. and all through high school, and then once we hit college, that was the first time we didn't go to school together. Wow. So, and then we yeah. did. We did have like a good four five year period where we didn't really talk all that much mm -hmm. when you were in school. Yeah, I'd say it'd be like the occasional like oh it's someone's birthday like in yeah high school friendship group and mm. see each other then like we we're still always friends mm. right but like yeah. we just never. It was just like a little stretch where like we kind of were doing our own thing. Yeah, definitely. And now I see you every single week. <laughs> I see you twice a week right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. At, at minimum. At minimum. Right. So, but yeah, Aww, just known. So cute, guys. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, that's like awesome. the, the cool thing about our friend group is that we've stuck 
together so tightly for so long. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. uh, we mentioned Mark, Peter's younger brother. We've known him the same amount of time pretty much. And uh, we've got pretty much all our grade school friends for the most part that we were really mm-hmm. close with still talk and stuff. That's so, awesome. And we've all kind of stuck around the same area, which oh, everyone's going to be like, oh, why don't you leave your hometown? It's like, well, I like it here. Yeah. <laughs> right. I love this area. And yeah, like yeah. with our friend group too, just the bond and it's not as common. You don't see it as common to have friends that you stay in touch with for that long. Yeah. But like to your point, Peter, with just, I mean, having conversations with each other are so easy, even about like what's like being a man in today's modern times. Mm, yeah. It's easy to do that with our friend group. Like yeah. if someone needs help, like yeah. there's not a single one, I think in our group that one reach out and help and know that it's an actual, like they will help you. Yeah. yeah. You know? So it's, it's awesome. I mean, I always say have the best life, best friend group, oh. best podcast host. So there you go. Oh, and now everyone God. cries. <laughs> Seriously. I do think it's awesome that you guys started this though. It's because I, I feel like men, men's mental health, especially is something that's not addressed. Like, I mean, yeah. it is mm-hmm. becoming more commonplace to address it yeah. and that stigma is kind of going away a little bit. But yeah. at the same time, I think it's still kind of something that a lot of guys struggle with as far as I don't want to look yeah. Demasculine or whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And, and most men like don't have close guy friends anymore. Like, yeah. It's yeah. tough to do that. Like you mentioned. Um, and so they don't usually have somebody to talk to and they also don't want to, in general, I'm making, you know, assumptions for the majority of men of like, don't want to ask for help, just try and figure it out on their own and grind. And then that's why a lot of times like, um, they don't get help and they don't get better. And like men's suicide rates are like, super high it's it's terrible because they don't think there is help for someone to talk to and i've gotten so much help and relief of just being able to talk to pastor like it doesn't even need to be like him giving me advice because usually i've gone through like waves of you know anxiety depression stuff like that but um usually when you're in the the thick of it and it's really dark you don't you're not going to be super receptive to advice just like, don't tell me, you don't know what's going on in my head. You don't know my life, all these things, because you're in that mental space. Um, so just being able to talk mm-hmm. and explain what's going on is like huge. And I think a lot of guys, um, a lot of people and everybody who's struggling would, would benefit with just being able to talk to somebody. Yeah. Because you don't want to feel like you're a burden. I actually made a joke about that. I think mm-hmm. um, we're talking about therapists and they get paid just <laughs> just so that the person like pouring out all their junk about their life doesn't feel guilty about like being feeling like a burden. It's like, yeah, I'm going to be yeah. a burden to you with all of the stuff in my life, but I'm going to give you 50 bucks <laughs> so I can feel better. about being a burden. <laughs> You could put a monetary value. Yeah. On it. Right. 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 That's right. Yes. Friendship does have a monetary <laughs> yeah. value. Yeah. I sh- we need to start charging people. For this. <laughs> right. 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 Talking about it is, is the key though. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, if you can, if you can talk about it and recognize that there's other people out there that, that have, gone through similar stuff that you've gone through. I mean, that's one of my issues with the church. I mean, the church has, has been terrible with mental health as just, I mean, the church as a whole. Yeah. The church as a whole has just devalued and minimized the reality of mental health, especially within men, because men are called to this standard and are called to this and you're not allowed to struggle. And if you struggle or struggle with mental health, it's, it's sin. You're weak. Even you're weak. And, um, and it's just absurd. It's absurd to, to recognize, to not recognize the reality of what's going on. Um, and so when, 
when you can talk about it and create an environment where people are talking about it, then hopefully others feel comfortable talking about it. Right. I don't know about you, but I've had conversations with multiple men because of this podcast who have yeah. said, man, I've, I felt that way. Yeah, like, I've had I a few it. people at the gym mention it and be like, hey, thanks for talking about that. Like it helped me out. I'm like, oh, sweet. Like um, I, I say this about the gym too, but it's like if I can help like one, two, three, four people like change their lives, like it's worth the years of effort that I put into the gym. Cause it's yeah. like, that is in like snowball into their affecting other people's lives. So it's like, it's huge to change one person or affect one person in a positive way. So if we can do that for one person, which it sounds like we've already done, which is awesome. Yeah. It's all, it's all worth the risk of like embarrassing yourself, not being perfect, putting yourself yeah. out there. Um, letting people know you don't believe in dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still skeptical. I think, I think they're all chicken bones. There's, there's always a catch 22. It sounds I'm like so big. Yeah. chickens. Like you're helping, you're helping with mental health, but also people question your sanity. With the, <laughs> right. the dinosaur thing. Yeah. I like it. I like, it. I like to be on the fringe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. I mean, to get that feedback, that has to be, like you mentioned, just worth those years of work that you put in yeah. just for even a couple of people that will come up to you and mention it. But I'm yeah. sure there's just so many people that haven't expressed yeah. that gratitude. Because you got to be um, courageous enough to even say that to somebody. Right. Like, hey, right. thanks for yeah. doing this. Like, it really impacted me. But then you also have to be humble enough on the receiving end to be like, they're telling me the truth and not just trying to like butter me up. Yeah. yeah. Right. If you're like, if I was like, hey, like you changed my life for this. Thank you so much. It doesn't mean anything to you if you're just like, oh, you're just saying that. But if you're like, oh, wow. And you like kind of soak it in and like meditate on the fact that you really did that and that's real for them. That's, that's huge and awesome. Mm -hmm. Very cool. And I, mm -hmm. I like to think that's one thing with our show too, even is like, I think it can just give someone an escape to listen to a story for an mm -hmm. hour. Mm -hmm. I would I listen to you guys when I used to work. Um, I would do part-time work like installing phone and cable. Like I would, I'd, I can only listen to my favorite music album so many times before right. it's like, all right, it's, <laughs> that's enough. And then yeah. that was a time where Mark was on your podcast yeah. mm -hmm. cause a couple of years ago and uh, it was, it's great. Like it's mm -hmm. really fun and yeah. entertaining. Well, and then we've talked about certain stories too, where like the topic of suicide and stuff like that will yeah. come up. And at the end of the show, I always make a point to say like, you know, if you are struggling, make sure you try and talk to someone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there was a different show that I listened to. And one of the hosts, it's the best thing that I've heard for mental health is mental health isn't your fault, but it is your responsibility. Mm -hmm. So like, it's not like you didn't do anything to deserve this, yeah. but you have it and it's your, you should take care of it in a way that yeah. Yeah. doesn't, doesn't burden others, but also will benefit you. And yeah. I mean, there's plenty of outlets to do that. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is that there's, there's things you can do. Like it's not, it's not, I just got to buckle down and try harder and get through this myself. Like right. you can do it in community. Like you can mm -hmm. do it with people and with, mm -hmm. with other people that are struggling too. I think the majority of people would be blown away at the amount of people that would be willing to listen. Oh yeah. Which like I mentioned before sure. is like, that's sure. the biggest part is just having someone to hear you. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like when you feel like you don't want to reach out for help, you're assuming that your burden is going to be like, well, I'm asking this person to do all these things for me to help fix me. It's like, no, no, you're just asking them to listen, which if you have any close friends or family at all, I would say the majority of them would say like, yeah, sure. Like call me right now. Like let's chat. Yeah. And it took me kind of a while to realize that because when people would come to me with like issues and stuff, I'd always be like, oh, I have to tell them something to help. Yeah, And yeah. it took me a while to realize 
maybe they just want someone to like vent Absolutely. to. And yeah. I don't yeah. need to say anything really. Yep. Right. Yeah. The best thing you can do in those situations really just be quite frank, like just listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just shut you up. Don't need, <laughs> yeah. Like you don't need to be like yeah. their therapist. You don't right. need to have yeah. the answers. You yeah. just need to, you don't have to be a listen so they don't just internalize all that. And Absolutely. Then that just makes them bitter on the inside. Yeah. 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 When I moved here, I, I became the pastor of this church when I was 27. And um, that's that's decently young for a, a pastor to become a senior pastor of a church. Um, so I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> um, I like to see. Sorry, to interrupt, I like to see that's just prevalent in every profession. <laughs> like I think about my day today. Like I wow. I did not know what, <laughs> Nine out of ten men what do not know happened? what they're doing. <laughs> I think you could have been th- without a doubt. Yeah, I think you could have been thirty-seven and had the same, same feeling. <laughs> it would have been no different. You're yeah. Absolutely right. Wait, there's people who know what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> just taking it day by day in yeah. this thing we call life. That's yeah. right. Work in progress. Yeah. Um, but when we got here, there was like a lot of different tragedies that were happening. People diagnosed with cancer, deaths, um, marriage issues. Um, and so I would, I would sit with these people and I'm, uh, I was, I mean, I was much younger than them and I would just listen with them and be like, yeah, yeah. I would have nothing, yeah. <laughs> have nothing to say to them. And I'd be like, yeah, I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. Um, and then I'd leave. <laughs> and, and legitimately, they would be like, man, that's the day we fell in love with you, Mark, because you didn't try to fix the situation. You were just with us in the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm glad that helped. Right, yeah. Just smile and nod. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then and once it got a little bit too long, you're just like, well, <laughs> you patted the legs. About that time. And then 20 minutes later, you left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the uh, classic, like whenever we were trying to leave church, like we'd always be oh. the last people to leave, not doing anything pious, mm. but just chit chatting. Like, yeah, well, that, no, no, no. that classic uh, Wells, I would say. Oh my like, goodness. I grew up with my dad going to the car immediately and following him and waiting in, <laughs> in the, car the car for my mom for 10 to 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to finish up our conversation. Your mom is the sweetest person. Yeah, oh, so, she will get her small talk in. Oh, man. There's no getting around it. Uh, yeah. Was, is she just that sweet with everybody too? She's that, she's, oh, yeah. she is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, growing up, going to the Steinbrenner house was just incredible. Second family, honestly, yeah, growing yeah. up. That's incredible. A lot. That's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And twice when there was uh, fresh peaches out in oh, the garden. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, pears. Oh, it was pears. Fresh pears. Right, Playing yeah, Halo yeah. 2 in the basement and your mom yeah. walks down with a, a paper bag. We're just like, yes, sir. That's what's <laughs> up. This is living. That sounds incredible. <laughs> that was, those were the days, man. Yeah, growing up was sick. Now, now <laughs> 27, I have a mortgage. Like, oh, it's oh, less sick. Bummer. <laughs> yeah. Less sick, yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, so dealing with history, though, would you say that there is, um, I don't know, something that we can learn by looking back at history? Oh, absolutely. Like, how does how does that work? And how have you guys noticed that by looking at these different... I honestly just think that it's not necessarily a specific thing from a specific event that I've learned, at least. It's more so that I just need to start accepting different viewpoints more. Mm-hmm. It's more so that, like, I don't know the history of a lot of these people or, like, where they came from or what they went through back home, Mm. like especially researching the Iranian revolution. I didn't know anything about what happened over there. Mm. So if I would meet someone now and like talk with them about how maybe they came from there and now are transplanted here or something, I just think I'd have more of an appreciation for how hard it probably was for them there. 
stuff like that. I think I've learned mm-hmm. more so than That's like really a cool. big picture thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is kind of a big picture thing, but yeah, for me, it's just been learning context. I think in a lot of, and just to your point, different perspectives. I think one of the favorite things that we did was uh, actually covering spies and I, this does have a point that I'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. But James Bond is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we uh, did a few episodes on spies, particularly with the Revolutionary War. And with that, mm. we dove into how Great Britain was perceiving the Revolutionary War. Wow. Like mm. that was actually one of like seven <laughs> different wars that Great Britain was fighting at the time. Oh, wow. They were also fighting Napoleon Bonaparte, like ever heard of him. Oh, my <laughs> yeah. uh, so just kind of learning more like context and not getting so, I would say like we have a more of a Amer- Americanized history, mm. which what we're taught, like with specifically with Revolutionary War, it's like, yeah, we kicked King George's ass, but yeah. we had other things going on as well. Yeah. Like shout out 1776, but I think there's just a lot more context <laughs> yeah. on how we were able to like beat the superpower at the time. Is that a no? Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the most interesting thing, just like the context and doing the different perspectives from almost the losers side of things, oh, if you will. The Cuban Missile Crisis yes. is another really good example. Like, here, was, yeah, I read an interview with Gorbachev's, or, uh, yeah, Gorbachev's son, I think, mm-hmm. and he talked about how things were in Russia at the time during the Cuban Missile Crisis, and he's like, Russia had fought like three major wars in our country in the past mm-hmm. hundred years. At that point, so our country had been like destroyed and rebuilt certain times, mm-hmm. and America just had never really fought a war like that and they never mm. been threatened near their borders because they have two giant oceans on the yeah. sides mm-hmm. that are natural borders. So while everyone was panic buying in America, everyone in Russia was like, yeah, it's another day. Our, wow. our government will handle it. Yeah. And they didn't really care. So like hearing stuff like that really opens your eyes and be like, we need to get out of our little bubble here yeah. and start learning maybe how things went elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. How yeah. things are taught elsewhere as well. Yeah. is super, super cool. So. I, one thing I think about with, because uh, I think we get a lot of propaganda from like news, social media and stuff mm-hmm. that we don't always recognize. But I think about like in school, we we're always taught um, how much propaganda like North Korea has. Yeah. Or, and like, it's like all propaganda from, you know, Kim Jong, whatever, pick your, pick your Supreme Leader <laughs> yeah. pick your of oon, North pick Korea. Your, pick your own. Pick your own. Pick your own. Pick your ill. Sounds like a Thai restaurant. Um, <laughs> It's like um, one of those like places where you just put everything into a bowl and give it to a guy and he cooks it on the grill and throws it back in the bowl for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm, yeah. I'm hungry Pick now. your leader. Pick your leader. Yeah. Uh, but it's like when, when you hear that as a kid, especially you're like, oh, that's terrible. I'm glad mm-hmm. that we don't have that. And then you grow up and you're like, oh, that happens to us all, all the, time. the time. Yeah. Right. Right. Another question I was going to ask is um, how have you kind of molded or adjusted or tweaked to figure out like the best in your opinion sources for mm. history because like you mentioned you're going to find different sides to each story and there's even going to be different sides from country to country from author to author like how do you kind of pick and choose what's relevant or what you think is best for me it was always don't always click on the first link that pops yeah. up like yeah. Cuban missile crisis and you see something from like New York entertainment today yeah like yeah. Like, believe it or not, they cover some stuff like that as well. So it's like just diving in to more historical sites, if you will. Like, there's Mm. plenty of papers out there that you can access for free. I know Jacob grinds books like a madman, which I have to say I Mm. haven't besides like for a few times. But 
It's like just you'll read like, like full books. Oh, he'll I, he'll read books and for one of time. yeah for one of our episodes recently, I read a book in three days, like a four hundred and fifty page book in like three days because oh <laughs> I I like wasn't even planning to. I because what I'll do is if I find a source that's a book, I'll I'll do I'll search it on Google and it'll give me the read preview option. Yeah. So I'll read the forty pages or whatever it gives me, and then once I get done with that. Well, I gotta know what happens next. Yeah. So, so then I'll I'll just buy the ebook and then I'll start reading it like at work and stuff. Yeah, and, and then eventually I got three hundred pages in and I'm like, well, I got half my notes done already, so yeah. I might as well finish it. The yeah. king, the king of the scholastic book fair yeah. over here. Like the I don't get ribbons. rewarded in my in pizza in Pizza Hut pizzas anymore though. Mm. That just gave me like a flashback to like high school and college of like citing sources. Oh yeah, and, like oh getting God, like yeah. the little clips from each thing and then like putting it in the yep. like. MLA format or whatever. That, that That's pretty much what I do. I yeah. just, I try and if I find a source that has a pretty complete story, I'll yeah. do specific searches on parts of the story to find other sources to make sure it matches. Nice. And if it doesn't, I'll be like, yeah, I found a few different things, but mm. I don't know which one's right. So yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It's, uh, it's honestly probably my favorite part of doing the show though, is the research. That's so, cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's profound that you guys that it's forced you guys to kind of think through those other perspectives and other contexts. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you noticed that affect you in like your day to day life? Have Have you noticed like affect how you interact with other people? I would say that's a great question because there's a lot of times where history topics will be brought up, mm. and I'll want to correct someone, mm. but you kind of have to outweigh like. Will this really change anything? Will this change their mind? So I think it's more, not so much in the day-to-day things, but I think personally it's helped me kind of get more, con- like if you see a news headline, news article headline that is clearly swinging like to one side. Yeah. Now that like with additional context, I can kind of like weed through that. Mm. Like you're not, a, I don't want to say like gullible yeah. to it, but you kind of, you can weed through what they're trying to do, like the spin that they're trying to put on it. Yeah. It's like, this doesn't, this just is historically inaccurate. So it helps me more personally mm, and like yeah. interacting with people. I mean, I typically don't, I'm not going to be like the well actually guy. Like that's, <laughs> that won't be like, well, yeah. actually Christopher yeah. Columbus didn't discover anything, you know, yeah. like <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Vikings, the, Vikings, the Vikings got here in like 1070. Peter's about to be like, the Vikings were also like the dinosaurs. <laughs> they they, they didn't exist. Yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm all about the Christopher Columbus got here like eighth. Yeah, the yeah. Viking, there's yeah. like a big thing now where they're saying they're finding evidence in certain stream beds and riverbeds and stuff, I think, that the Danish, like the Danes is what they're called, like the Viking mm-hmm. people got here first and like the... 11th century ish. Mm. Well, yeah. it even wasn't built like there, a whole settlement too. Yeah, there was. Then there's like things of like blonde hair, blue eyed people being here. Yeah. Well, there have been times where I don't even know if it is right now. I'd have to look, but like where Alaska connects to Asia, right? Mm-hmm. With that like the land that bridge. strip mm-hmm. red right. bridge. So it's like, yeah, of course people could have gotten here not by boat. Oh yeah, right. So it's right. like mm-hmm. that wouldn't make sense actually. There's <laughs> what how do they get there? They walked. They walked. <laughs> they walked. One of my favorite things is reading uh, on Reddit, which 
it's Reddit, but yeah. uh, there's a, a sub called Ask Reddit where people can just ask whatever they want. Mm-hmm. And my favorite ones are, what's a crazy fact that you know? And oh, that's awesome. sometimes I'll read in there the ones where they're finding sea creature remains on tops of mountains because that's mm-hmm. how much the landscape of the earth has changed throughout yeah. the years. Wow. So it's stuff like that. Obviously, there's probably been people here before. It just the fact that the landscape has changed so much that, yeah, mm-hmm. there's probably land bridges and stuff all over sure. the place that we don't know about now. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Yeah. For, uh, but back to your question for me, I think... Uh, it's kind of just made the doing the show has just made me realize that we're all human, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where you're from or what you do, like researching the witch trials and stuff. It's, they were just humans doing different things, good, you know, man. Yeah. It's yeah. just gold. Like they were just outsiders in a community and then they got villainized for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's stuff like that that makes you realize well, we're all just here trying to do the same thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I think about that when it comes to like war and like propaganda of like, oh, mm-hmm. well we have to hate Russia or we have to hate China because of such and such. But it's like 99.9% of their population are just like families, like just trying to make it like right. they're just, the, someone's going to work. They're trying to put food on the table. They're trying to pay their rent or their mortgage and probably trying to raise like a decent family. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's probably most of the people there. There's most of the people here. It's like, oh, well, we should be, yeah. It's like, no, there's just dudes over there. Mm-hmm. You just want more money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you want to increase the military budget again. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 And that's the crazy right. thing that everybody has their own background and their own kind of presuppositions that they bring to any situation. So, I mean, yeah, who are you to decide? I mean, someone's going to be acting a certain way because of how they were raised, because of their context, because of what they were mm-hmm. told. Um, and yeah, you might not agree with it because you were raised and told and treated a completely different way growing up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's awesome that it's kind of taught you guys to be kind of gracious and compassionate towards people. Yeah, absolutely. I guess with your guys' show, I mean, same question to you. How have you seen, like, since starting the show... Have you been interacting with people differently? Have like, what's changed with, with y'all? Well, and with you too, with how you run the church, has it yeah. changed that at all? Oh man. You want to answer first and then I'll go into mine. He's like, and now announcing our first sponsor of the church, <laughs> Hardee's. I would say, honestly, the one of the Hardee's. That was, that was the first one that came into my mind. I've never eaten anything at, I've never. I think I've eaten at Hardee's once. once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because when we first started. And it's not end, Chick-fil-A. Like, <laughs> why wouldn't you pick Chick-fil-A? It was right there. Hobby pick Lobby a food chain that I can name like a specific Hardee's. item on the menu. Yeah. You know? Nope. Hardee's. <laughs> Oh man! Or for some Carl's of you, Jr. yeah, for some of you, Carl's Jr. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get like a Twitter so that we can reach out to them and have them sponsor the podcast. I tried starting right. a beef on Twitter with George R. R. Martin after one of our episodes. He didn't reply. Didn't oh. work. No, ah, <laughs> sadly. Man. There's a guy on Twitter called the Eel Historian though that I really want to get on the show to talk about eels. So oh, he talks about eels. Yeah, yeah. just grinds. He just knows eels. a lot about like, eels. They used to trade eels in like Europe back in oh, the day yeah. for currency. Whoa. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. There's your fun like, fact. That for is the episode. funnest fact. Yeah. <laughs> great. That is great. Eels were currency. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, not, the biggest change for me was probably just when I'm going through something like a struggle or whatever in li- in my life. I'm like, oh, okay, I can talk to Pastor Mark about this. You know, instead of like feeling like it's all on me, it's like, oh, I got kind of an outlet. On yeah. A, on a regular basis, um, or if I have like an interesting thought, I'll try and just log it. Um, that's basically it. I mean, 
our my life hasn't like changed since we're just doing conversations like we always do. Mm-hmm. It's just it's it's fun to have it be um something to look forward to each week and also like you know it's in order to keep friendships you have to as an adult like you have to schedule yeah together like it has to be like okay on thursday at two we are gonna go to this place for a brunch or whatever you know just scheduling this was a perfect example yeah exactly so it's like every week it's like okay we're doing it at this time and we want to do it anyways, so we're forcing ourselves to keep that relationship going in it, which is great. So that's fine. what I tell people when they ask why I started our show. I'm just like, it was something different to do. Like yeah. COVID was still kind of in in charge of the mm. world for a little while while mm. we started, so yeah. it was an excuse to get together in a way that wasn't going out to a bar or yep. just sitting there drinking or yeah. something. We can do that while we podcast. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Very yeah. true. For me, I'm I'm a very insecure person, and so I. Uh, I don't think uh, I, I I struggle with telling myself that I really don't I don't really have anything of value to offer the world. And um, talking with Peter, it made me realize that there are other people out there that think the way I do and that value the things that I value and affirm kind of the things that I think are right and good in this world. Um, and people that I really respect and admire thinking that and saying that what I'm saying is respectable as well. Um, and so it gave me a, a courage and a confidence um, to kind of speak this message that has been in my heart um, and how I think. Um, and so you ask how it's affected how I pastor. Um, and I mean, so much, so, so, so much. If I could, if I could figure out how to put it into words, um, but but we, our congregation is far less focused on having the perfect doctrine um, and far more focused on loving neighbor and caring for people who are struggling and things like that um, because we realize that we're all a work in progress yeah. um, and that, that there, are, there are topics that we don't have to agree on. Um, but life is hard and... Uh, it's better to do it together than alone. Um, and so that's been a big message for our church and it's kind of given me an opportunity to, um, uh, love people and sit with people in the midst of pain, um, without worrying about if I have the perfect detailed theology in these outer tier issues. Um, and instead I can just say, Hey, I love you. Um, let's do this together. Um, so it's given me a confidence to do that because that's always what I felt like I should be doing as a pastor. Um, but I've always been told, no, you got to spend all week in your library reading all of the theologians and coming up with the perfect outline and everything like that. And I'm like, nah, I want to be with people. Yeah. Um, so it's given me a confidence to do that. Yeah. How do you balance that? Like being a pastor, you of course have to do, well, one, you went to school for so many years not to get to the position you're at, but how do you balance like you're leading a congregation full of people and also delivering like a message every single Sunday, sometimes like multiple times. Yeah. Like how do you like in terms of time management, how do you balance that? Poorly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's on camera. <laughs> oh no, I'm so bad at it. I'm so bad at it. Because I um prioritize spending time with people. Yeah. Um that that I mean there's many times 
Can't believe I'm admitting this on camera, Peter. There's many times that like Saturday night, I'm finishing my sermon. I'm like, oh man, I got to write a sermon for tomorrow morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. What's the passage again? Let me read it. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but I think that's more important to spending time with people in your case though, mm-hmm. right? Like unless you have a connection with the people you're telling this message to, are they really even going to- You're absolutely right. Have anything to mm-hmm. want to listen for. Dang, that was awesome. That was awesome because like one of the main things that, that I've really been thinking about this past week is is a pet peeve of mine is, is like pastors and preachers who just preach sermons instead of preaching sermons for their congregation. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I can preach a generic sermon, but if I preach it to our church or another church, it should be different. Like it should be different depending on who is there um, and it should meet the people where they are and their struggles and their... Um, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, knowing the people and being with the people is kind of crucial to that. Um, so, yeah. So, so doing this podcast and knowing Peter, where are you going? Um, doing this podcast and, and knowing Peter has, has just kind of, um, bolstered that in me a little bit and, um, given me a freedom to, to love and to love people because he's loved me with that. Thanks man. Do you, do you think buddy, (laughs) do you find that now that you have more self-confidence, you feel like you love yourself more? Oh my word. Well, that's, yeah, that's another thing we talk about all the time is just, uh, an understanding of self and yeah, cause I'm okay with who I am. That's, that's the most important because I used to struggle with insecurity a lot too, like especially Mm. through high school and stuff. And like, after I realized like I'm, I have to love myself before Mm -hmm. I can love other people and like Mm -hmm. have relationships with other people. I have to have a relationship with me. Mm. I think that's like the most important thing that a lot of people skip over Mm -hmm. before they really get to that point. They kind of sidestep it and go, well, I'll get get to that later. Yeah. Right. And then sometimes you just, instead of holding to what you know is true and like what you, like that person that you are, you almost just blend in with other people, like the people that are around you. And if that's not a good group, like, yeah. That's how you go down a really wrong path. But if you don't yeah. have, if you set who you are, which I mean, like I've struggled with that too for uh, quite some time, like in the mid twenties where you have like that quarter life crisis, which is just yeah. millennials, I think making things up myself included. <laughs> but uh, like, if you don't know like who you are, what you like, what you stand for, you can kind of just fall for everything. Yeah. Right? And you believe it's dinosaurs true. didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You'll, always come You'll yeah. believe anything. You'll believe anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll believe that guy on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Watch, we're going to leave this place today and we're going to go to the Smithsonian or something and see a dinosaur and be like, that's fake. fake. <laughs> or my phone's going to start giving gonna me say, new it's stories. It's going to say replica of the original. Right. Right? Yeah. And, then gonna, and then you're going to start wondering, replica? Well, where's the real one? Are there any real ones? Dun, dun, dun. You say, the, you say point, this. I don't think there are actually any real full-sized like hanging in museums. I think they are actually all replicas to your point. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't like that you guys are dissing dinosaurs right after the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park like this. Oh, wow. Has it That's really what, been 30 oh, dude, I always get my dad. So 42 years since Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's about. crazy. That is cow. nuts. Yeah. And they just made a new one. Yeah. A new Indiana Jones. I know. New someone, Indiana Jones? They just someone, made a new one. Yeah. Oh, my someone word. Interviewed, very old. Yeah, he, yeah. he got interviewed how and they're like, he, he was like, asked how you look so good at 80. And he just, he just said like, it's just how CGI. it is or something CGI. like that. Yeah. It's like uh, the deal with the devil in O2. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that helps a lot. 
That was instrumental. Right. You know that arc that we opened in the first one? Actually real. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't tell him. That's right. No, but I was just, I always joke with like my dad because when I talk about the moon stuff and I'm like, he's like, oh, well, I saw it live on TV. I'm like, oh, well, I watched the Martians. Does that mean that we've been to Mars too? I I saw it on the TV. Like I saw Jurassic Park, so like, oh, that's all real too. And, and he's just like, that's not the same thing. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no, no. So just see someone on TV means it was real, right? So Jurassic Park is now real it's too. seeing it on the internet means it's real. So. It's all everything yeah. is real. Yeah. Everything you see is real. That's one of my favorite. Question nothing. It's one of my favorite yeah, things we used nothing. to talk about all the time was like your reality changes depending on what you believe. Oh yeah, it's like such a big thing that I've realized. It's like you know, do you guys know the Schrodinger's cat experiment? Like, do you know what that is at all? I don't know. So there's a, I don't even remember what theoretical physicist or something like that. Maybe he was just a philosopher, but he said like, I'm going to put a cat in a box and then let it sit there. And it's up to you whether you want to open that box. But after, after a week, you probably believe the cat is dead, but that cat's not dead until you open that box because then it's real, you know? So that's kind of like, your reality changes based on the yeah. decisions you make. So mm-hmm. like if the, the, you don't know the cat's dead if you don't open the box. So you yeah. can live in a reality of saying, no, the cat's alive. So interesting. Yeah, so. man, I love those kind of thoughts. I've heard of so many cool like experiments. Like there's one where they'll do a fish and their bait fish is on the other side of the aquarium, but they put a glass panel. Have you heard of those? Mm-hmm. And then they keep hitting the glass panel, keep hitting the glass panel. And then eventually they'll just give up because they're like, oh, there's a glass panel. They'll there and then they'll take it out oh. and he could easily go eat that fish and go have you know he's probably super hungry mm. but he doesn't even though he could you know which is wild it's mm. like the invisible fence for a dog i was just thinking actually, the same yeah, thing. yeah that's exactly right there's also i can't remember which animal it is i want to say jaguar but i'm not sure apparently uh there's i wish i knew i feel like an idiot now but they're one of the animals at the zoo welcome to podcasting can ju- yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> yeah I say, we say that a lot yeah. uh I know that one of the animals at the zoo can jump like, like 12 feet in the air, but they only have to have the fence like six or seven feet high because it won't jump if it can't see where it lands. Yep. Even though it could escape, it could just jump and go and be gone. It can't see where it lands. So it won't jump even though it's physically capable, which mm. I think that's pretty cool too. It's crazy. Like, My problem too. Yeah. You can't jump. <laughs> you can't so jump. Twice. I really I choose not to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. 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 Could be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know where I'm landing. Yeah. That's right. Oh my gosh. Going back to what you were uh, saying earlier though, we live in a world of comparison and where we're like constantly social media trying man. to be yeah. somebody else. And so like getting to the point where like, it's okay to like the things you like and to act the way you act you don't have to be this other person. Um, but we live, we live in a world that tells us, no, in order to be successful, you have to be like all these other successful people. Well, yeah. li- life is way easier when you realize that Instagram and stuff, that's the best parts of their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people who are influencers and stuff, they're showing you the best parts. You don't know what's going on behind the scenes. They yeah. could be living a extremely stressful and not fun life, mm-hmm. but you just see the highlights, you know? Right. And I think life's easier if you realize that because mm. not everyone's going to have great days. Very true. Right. And you also need to define like to your point, like what success is for yourself. Mm. Yeah. Right. Like if you look on Instagram and see this person has a million followers and like they're a bodybuilder or something mm. like yeah. that, like that'll never be me. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. So you have to like define. He, he does own a gym. So <laughs> <laughs> I, the problem is I'll do the same thing. I'll compare myself because 
Noah actually gave me advice that I followed for the most part is like, just unfollow the other ones that you're comparing yourself to because mm. I'll follow other like group fitness gyms, even ones that are the same like franchise as me. And I'll see like their posts and be like, Oh, they had like 20 people in that class and everybody's crushing it. And everyone looks like they're having it and they're doing so much better than me. And it's, but it's the same thing. They're posting their best times or they didn't post the class that they had two people show up to. Right. Because it's social media. So, um, I think just, yeah, just not focusing on that and focusing on yourself and, and it's a, it's a process of figuring out who you are and what you think success is. I feel like that's almost like your life's journey is just constantly trying to, okay, do I actually like this or do I only like this because other people who I want to like me like this? And is this success for me or is this success for somebody that I hold on a pedestal? That's their version of success. And then I think that that's a big part of what stress anxiety and even parts of depression are is you're living up to someone else's expectations or trying to be somebody that you're not. So you're not even matching up like your own DNA. Like you're not you because you're getting pulled in so many different directions. It's like, so life's a, it's a, it's a tough journey to like figure all that stuff out. But I think that's just kind of what life is, is working, working on it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a constant learn. Like I said, I kind of figured before that I kind of figured myself out. Like I still learn like every single day, like something new. And like, once you finally have a relative like idea of what you want to do with your life, what that success means to you, it's like a burden that's lifted off your shoulders. Mm. You're not comparing yourself to like, I'm in marketing. I'm not comparing myself to other brands who may be doing better, like Mm. stuff like that. And then better is relative too. Oh, better is very relative. Right. Like going back to what Jacob said recently is like, they might have like closed a huge deal, some other marketing company, yeah. but like the dude is like severely depressed and his wife just left him. <laughs> right? There's like, so you much just behind don't know. the wall. Yeah. You yeah. just yeah. never know. And it's like, oh, if only I had, it's like, you don't want everything else he's got. You just right. want that one thing. You can't cherry pick. Like, That's an- you want to be on a private plane like yeah. he was. <laughs> That's another thing with nice. success is yeah. maybe, I mean, maybe yeah. that guy, maybe that guy's loving it. Like he's yeah. just like, I'm Dude. doing so good at my job, like family life, uh, yeah. whatever, yeah. you yeah. know, like some yeah. people just want to be like financially successful. Right. Like for me, I could care less if I make a million dollars. I just, right. if I can live comfortably and still do the things I enjoy, yeah. that's all that I really care about. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's also that classic like mantra. Like once you get to that million dollars, you immediately in your mind think like what's next, Another next one. Million. right? Like yeah. it's always like you There's reach never that goal. An end game. Never, yeah. never. Like you reach that goal what are we doing next? Yeah. Like it's once you realize like you don't have to put that pressure on yourself. I think you're just in such a better spot. That's why it's fun being a kid is because that pressure isn't oh my there. Yeah. My pressure was to beat him in Halo 2. Halo, yeah. Halo yeah. 2 in pairs. <laughs> <laughs> pairs. Yeah. Oh man. That was the biggest ingredients for the perfect day. Right? Yeah, yeah, the honestly. perfect life. Just one pair at a time. Oh man. But I think, I think That's you fantastic. give yourself freedom to kind of, try new things too. Like when you're, when you're okay with like, again, I never would have done podcasting. Yeah. Um, but you forced me to, yes. and it's fun. It is fun. At night. He point. just called you over one day and said, you sir, <laughs> you, you sir, will get a microphone right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. He walked into the, he walked in your room with a knife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Said we're doing this. That's the real story. <laughs> I love the fan fiction that we're building. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I hope building. it becomes a, a Reddit thing. 
Yeah, well, yeah. I always, I always think of that. Like, whenever we get a like, if someone ever did start a subreddit, if we ever got that popular, what are they going to pick out of our older episodes yeah. that they're going to bring up and be like, "Do you guys remember this? Yeah. Was that a hint to something?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just going to dive into why the history of dogs was actually the best episode. <laughs> yeah, so, right. For context, you guys have a history of dogs episode. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, and, and cats. <laughs> and Unfortunately, cats. Wow. the dogs one. Oh, this was probably like episode. It was seven, the 17, I think. Oh, I'm, I I'm really happy we you know the cats. exact number. We, oh, after man. we did cats, I looked. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's 17. But you know, like, have you ever been in a social, social situation where, like, you're telling a story and you can feel the group just losing interest? Oh, oh yeah. Definitely. And, like, that's yeah. that going Almost where, every like, time I talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> anytime well, I tell a joke and then everyone just... Uh, but, like, that literally happened to me. With Mark and Jacob, just because it was like, <laughs> oh, was it your podcast? Yeah, it was like my topic, and yeah. I got halfway through. I'm like, I was going into it. I was super excited to like go over the different like, like how dogs became the dogs they are today. But then when you're actually going into the story, it's like, wow, this really isn't that interesting. <laughs> it's like they just kind of came to our villages. We scratched their bellies, and they became our best friends. Yeah. That's it, <laughs> done. But I was like providing context of like. 10,000 years ago, they were these wolves. And then they slowly came into villages. And I think it was like a 25-minute episode. It, the, the, uh, going into the cats one, I had the same fear. Because the cats one was a Patreon-selected topic. Oh so God. we had to do it. So at first, I was like, oh, boy. But mm. after researching, they had a lot to do with the witch trials and then the Black mm. Plague and stuff like that. Mm. So I was like, Egypt okay, too. there's a lot more... There's stuff to tie it in. Yeah, tie-ins with this than yeah. just saying... Cats are cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. They poop in sand. They poop in sand. Britain has a, like a royal mouser cat and it's the cutest thing. He wears a bow tie. His name's Larry. No way. Yeah. <laughs> he just hangs out in one of the old governmental buildings and kills mice. Just catches mice? Yeah. He, he sleeps in those big hats that the guards have. Outside <laughs> the Dude, did you see that they've been fainting because it's been so hot? Oh no! There's no literally there's a thumbnail from a news story where it was just like one of those guys face down, like oh, completely goodness. planking, like on the ground because he passed out from the heat. And I saw someone share it on Twitter and gave me a good giggle. And then I was like, "That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's rough." But at least he stayed in formation. I'm sure he's not smiling under there, no. so he didn't break facial expressions. Oh, yeah. Is he allowed oh, to get gosh. up once he comes to, or does he have to stay there? <laughs> you have to finish the shift on <laughs> guard duty like that. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't understand that. I, uh, I wish I knew as much as you guys. I we know like we know I, nothing. <laughs> we know a lot of fun facts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's mostly it. It is mostly fun. I, Actually, surprising that we haven't done like a history trivia, like at a bar or something. Well, that's what I was wondering. You like, write that down. Trivia? That's content. We used to do <laughs> trivia on our episodes for each other. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah for, we used Jeopardy. to drink a lot more on our podcast, yeah. too. Because <laughs> we would do trivia, and if you got it wrong, you'd take a shot. And so oh. we had three hosts, so you could take two shots right before yeah. we started an episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Word. But now we're more research focused. <laughs> well, and we record during the week now, yeah, too. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. Not on Fridays. That's anymore. a max of one shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. On a Friday, one me. Friday recordings, maybe we'll get rowdy. Maybe yeah. we'll have a beer and a half. <laughs> right. But nothing over 5%. <laughs> was drunk history an inspiration for you guys? I've only seen, I don't think I've ever seen a full episode of that You're show. You're kidding oh, me. Oh, I love nope. that show. It is, it's so well done. I've learned so much from that show. <laughs> right, yeah. 
No, it is per like I do really enjoy that show. And I do think like for me personally, it was like a little bit of an inspiration. Yeah. Or just the idea of like try not to take it too seriously. Yeah. Like these are pretty we cover some pretty preposterous topics sometimes. Yeah. And it's like people aren't expecting us to like do these different like historical, like true deep dives. Mm. But like keep it light, do the proper research and everything. But yeah. Try not to take yourself too seriously. Mm. And we just cover some heavy topics, so you kind of have to bring levity to them in a yeah, certain sure. way. That's so. when we get to 6% beers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm drinking like a 9% Fruit Ranger. Right, the Fruit Ranger, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking of levity, you said you had a, a joke you had to do. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I haven't... I. I've been trying to come up with like the perfect wording for this and I haven't figured it out yet, so I'm just going to roll with it and see mm-hmm. where it goes. Okay, so... So I was, uh, I was on a walk the other day and I ended up walking through a cemetery. I saw there's a funeral going on and so I, I kind of just like was passing by, said one of the guys, I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's like, yeah, it was just, it was a buddy of mine. And I was like, how do you pass away? He's like, well, he was in a rush in the morning one day and he was just eating his breakfast too fast. And he, he choked on too big of a bite of a croissant and he, that was it. And I guess the, the moral of the story is if you eat too fast, you, you might have to get pills buried next. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Just, I want to stand up and slow clap. <laughs> <like that. laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> five stars. Five I like stars. Oh yeah. gosh, that five just went to a four. <laughs> New episodes every Monday. Uh, <laughs> That's the kind of content you can get with the gems of history. Honestly, <laughs> there's a lot more where that came from. Yeah, oh, there's way worse where that came from. That was fantastic. I've been holding. I literally this have basement been. Somehow got quieter. I have been holding that. I told Evan that I had a joke to tell, like because we planned this before to try and get together yeah. for this and it didn't work out. Yeah. So I've been holding that for like two You've weeks. Sitting on that yeah. joke. And and I have, I've told so many other people, but I have every time I'm around him, I'm like, I can't tell Evan. Oh Phil's buried next. Yeah. <laughs> so I, were you just like picturing, like just rehearsing it in the mirror? Like, all right, Phil's saying it over. Next. Yeah. I was like, how do, how's the, wait be- for applause. How's the best <laughs> delivery for the Pillsbury line? Like what, what do I have to, how do I tie it in best? <laughs> Yeah. That was terrific. You did, like, that you is, did great. Thank you. Good if work. If you want an actual summary of how our show is, <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> I got to listen more now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I guess I got to start writing some more one-liners for the show. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're all, they're all bakery themed as well. <laughs> yeah, it's all, <laughs> the yeah. punchline is always Pillsbury. Pillsbury sponsor <laughs> us. Uh, that was terrific. Yeah. Was it worth the wait? That was, it was a wait. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll take I was, it. I'll that take was it. that was perfect. Uh, there was a I, lot of ways you could. Have I almost gone. loved the stunned silence more than a laugh. Oh, that's <laughs> that's why I love puns. Yeah. My favorite thing. If oh, I yeah. if I get an eye roll or a, if you can bring a conversation, if you they can bring a conversation, that's what I was going for. Bring the conversation to a screeching halt is a medal. Like mm, yes. you, that's yeah. a great. Great a lot joke. of blank stares is victory oh, for sure. Absolutely. When <laughs> people are thinking about it, trying to figure it out. Like, hmm. you, oh, if you want to use that oh. in one of your sermons. Oh, feel free. It's done. <laughs> it's done. Wanna... We'll be sitting front row. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you're, do, when you're doing you the, re- yeah, next Easter, when I'll you're doing you... the resurrections like, yeah, and you want to use that line. <laughs> we'll literally be front row. He ate like, the unleavened bread. There it is. Like, Can you do applause in church? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the unleavened bread got stuck. <laughs> 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 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> that was good. This has I'm been impressed. fun. It's, it's, yeah, I've never been a guest on a podcast before. So, well, here you yeah. go. I know. Thanks for being it's here. It's kind of yeah. Thank you guys for having us. Absolutely. Yeah, now fantastic. you guys got to come on our show. I'd love to. I'd love to chat about history. How many books stuff. do I got to read <laughs> again? None. I'll Just do it all up. for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. So, with that, though, is there any history topics that you guys would want to talk about on oh, our show? Yeah. yeah. Good question. Give us a little guidance. Favorites? Dinosaurs. Well, no. Mm. I, uh, and the lack thereof. Have you, <laughs> have sure you ever so. heard of the world fairs? Yeah. Have you ever talked about them? Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's slightly conspiracy based. Too, it is. Because a lot of people, have you heard of the world fairs? I have no idea what you're talking so about. So like, uh, I think there was St. Louis and Chicago and stuff. Oh. Chicago they, was a big one. They had yeah. these massive uh, fairs and I don't even know what like decade centuries those it was, were. It was like late 1800s, early 1900s, I but think. Like the, I was going to say like 50s. <laughs> They went for a little while, but oh, I know gotcha. I know it was around then because that's when H.H. H. Holmes, the serial killer from Chicago, was active, and he like uh, was he got a lot of guests to his hotel from oh, the World's Fair. Sure. Oh, wow! Um, apparently, there were just like these huge, massive buildings and just gatherings of like just hordes of people, and then like all of the the blueprint of it like just disappeared. And no um, way. One of the theories I've heard is like uh, there were. Um, people who had like better building technology than we even have today that built all that and it was already there and then they used it for the fair and then they like basically destroyed all the evidence or something like that i haven't done a lot of looking into it in a while but it's very Mm. interesting thought-provoking stuff a buddy of mine showed me like an entire conspiracy video on like the i think it's called the glass palace okay it was like this ginormous building made entirely of these big glass panels mm. they were like how did they build yeah. that <laughs> yeah so it's it's the pyramids and, and the, the glass, glass palace in yeah. chicago illinois and we all know that the pyramids <laughs> were built by aliens so it's mm. possible yeah i've honestly been going if it's down popsicle, it's possible if it's popsicle <laughs> what rabbit hole have you been going down i love hearing, i don't even want i love anymore. hearing about other people's rabbit holes because i've just been going down uh rabbit holes of the pyramids and like how there's different pyramids built around the same time on like all these different continents. Yeah. Mm. Just makes me always think like, do they just have better building materials? Like maybe we just straight up I think, can't recreate how they I did think it. They just can. had a lot more time because they didn't have anything to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, between uh, now and 20 years when we die, let's yeah. build a pyramid. It's yeah. either building a pyramid or a fertility ritual in the Nile. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That sounds yeah. good. Let's not provide that any more context. Good. You guys no know. Context. Just leave it there. You guys are doing your homework on that Tease. one. Uh, <laughs> tune in next week. Yeah. For fertility ritual. Yeah. yeah we dive aisle. into women's health. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the last thing we need yeah. to talk about. Yeah, we totally do. No, we we have no that. knowledge yeah. and we're not experts. Let's talk about women's health. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we got some things to say. Oh man. <laughs> I almost went down a rabbit hole of alien stuff again and then I kinda got like well, there've been some UFO stuff coming out just recently. Yeah, say, there's I been know. a ton of videos. There's yeah. one specifically though that really like turned me away from doing it again. Cause mm. like there's one of the biggest names, his name's Jeremy Corbell. He's a mm. big UFO guy. Mm. And his name's huge in the scene now, so he's got a, a good backing to him, like his name does at least. And he works with another guy who hosted Coast to Coast AM, which is a an AM talk show where Art Bell hosted it for years. And th- he was always having UFO guys like 
Bigfoot guys mm. and stuff like, like sure. devil demonology people. Okay. Like the weird and wacky pretty much. Yeah. And so Jeremy Corbell's working with this guy now and he's really credible. And they said, Oh, we got this bombshell we're going to release in a com- the coming weeks. And they released it. And it was a video from 29 Palms, which is like a military base. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then literally within 24 hours, there was a guy on YouTube that, debunked the whole thing saying oh. I, I looked into the military mm-hmm. records there was records of them using flares on that date at this time mm-hmm. and that's the lights in the sky that you're mm-hmm. seeing because I and he compares flare sightings from other videos and stuff yeah. pretty much tears mm-hmm. it all apart yeah and then Jeremy Corbell went on a different show and pretty much backpedaled and said oh I never said it was a craft and then someone edited all of the times in a different interview where he said oh I'm just going to call it a craft at this point because it's a craft <laughs> <laughs> so seeing that yeah, I was like frustrating i feel like if you see somebody that you think is a trustworthy source of whatever and there's just a blatant like oh they lied about this like yeah you don't want to even yeah. pursue it or give them a second chance most it times makes it so disheartening for someone who actually wants to find yeah. answers for stuff yeah. like that yeah, right? so. we saw the starlink in the sky last night i think oh really and uh everyone was just like freaking out they're like dude what is that i remember the first time i saw it i was like it's aliens. And then I do one quick Google search. Like, oh, it's uh, SpaceX Starlink. And yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> not as fun. Not yeah. quite as fun. Congrats. Boring. Congrats, Elon. Shoot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. yeah. Still pretty cool mm-hmm. to look at, though. Well, maybe, oh, yeah. maybe World Fair then. I think World yeah. Fair or basically anything where there's... I, I just like the mystery the part mysteries. of it. Yeah, so mm. I, mean, I know we talked about this a little bit, but things the where ghouls, there's... goblins. <laughs> fairies. Fairies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about you? Is there anything that you would? Ah, uh, man, I just like learning about anything. So I'm legitimately going to be open to, to to whatever topic you guys do. I'm okay. excited. I I know so little about history. My my history comes from historical theology and like the Reformation and church history and stuff yeah. like that. So it can be in there, but if not, I'm just excited to listen to smart people talk. Smoke. I love listening to That's smart not us. Talk. Yeah, we'll get Dan, we'll get Dan <laughs> Carlin. <laughs> Pre- prepare to be disappointed. <laughs> Shelby Foote's no longer I'll with try us. and get yeah. Neil deGrasse Tyson, but <laughs> right. no guarantees. No, I wouldn't trust him either. <laughs> Man, well, thanks for joining us, guys. We Thank you for having it. us. This was an absolute blast. This is so it was fun. so much fun. We'll do it again sometime. Yeah, I would love to. Absolutely. Yeah. Again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, make sure if you haven't yet, subscribe to the Gems of History um, and start listening to theirs. Uh, you'll definitely enjoy it. And uh, yeah, subscribe to us too if you yeah. haven't. Yeah, rate and review, like we said at the beginning. It does really help. Yeah, and it, it takes really five seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. put some towards the top of the algorithms. Helps mm-hmm. a lot. Appreciate you. Everybody's doing it. Every, everybody's do it. doing it just yeah you do see it. your favorite influencer just did it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do it. yeah be like him go be like him well we'll talk to you guys later thanks so much for tuning in bye bye, bye.